What's up guys, for today's creative guest, we've got the insanely talented artist and animator Randy Kriz joining us. He's the director, illustrator, and animator of the recently released official Eminem tone deaf music video. Now if you haven't already seen the insane amount of work in it, links are down below along with a really cool, more in-depth look at the making of it on Randy's YouTube channel, which is definitely worth watching. As well as his phenomenal work on the fan-made Godzilla lyrical music video. Not to mention the creative work he's done for rapper Dax, such as the Faster music video featuring Tech 9 Now he is also the founder of Marikai United Productions alongside his manager and wife Portia where all the videos are created plus some really fresh limited print t-shirts featuring a number of the top rappers that sold out instantly. Now at the time of this video though, MarikaiUnited.com is under construction but will be back up with new items and information in the near future. And on a quick note, the podcast was recorded with an 11 hour time difference, so bear with any audio issues, we try to clean it up as much as possible and cut out any kind of lag. As always, links are down below, don't forget to like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Let's go! Alright, there we are. Alright, what's up Randy man? Thanks for joining me man, I know it's late over there. Yeah, and thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. And yeah, it's not pretty, not, not that late. So like, it's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know it's what eight o'clock over there, eight thirty. Yeah, eight thirty. Yeah, right exactly. Well, I appreciate you jumping on. It's has it been? It's been a long day. Yeah, yeah. We we been trying to take uh, you know as much as a break as much as we can because it's been a long month working on just a couple of those projects. So like. Being an okay day. <laughs> uh, I want to jump right into it if you don't mind. Um, the project you were actually probably referring to was the uh, Eminem music video. Yeah. Um, tone Deaf. Yeah, for Tone Deaf. Um, which, the amount of work that you put into that, man, I, 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 I would assume you have a team of 40 people working with you. Because I know oh, personally <laughs> how much work is involved in layering and doing all those layers and, and not only is it, it's not 2D animation, but it's 3D animation, you take it one step further. Okay. Yeah, and that's just amazing, the the work that you put into that because I, I know how hard that is. I admire it. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you very much. Yeah, it's not easy like you said, um, you know, uh, I, can, I can just do 2D stuff but you know, I really want to go a little bit further and really make things pop and uh, you know it's a, it was a gradual movement uh, that took over the years but uh, uh, you know the, the output is so awesome and engaging that I am kind of addicted to that but uh, you know I really wish there were like 40 people or whatever under me so like you know we can do it much faster but you know um, you know it, it's it's very hard to do alone man. No, yeah. I'm sure you understand it, you know. Yeah. But uh, we're quite used to it. But we are, you know, just uh, uh, still searching to scale ourselves up. It's very hard to uh, hunt the, you know, the talent and commitment mm. that this takes. Those are like challenges that we kind of face. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's I'm kind of used to it. Like you know, there are a huge number of layers that we had to you know, deal with an organizational, you have to be very, you know, organized in how you manage those layers. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah. So, you know, the awesome thing is like, when it's finishing and everything's coming together, that's that's what you really look forward to when you're in the middle of a project. Right. Which, um, yeah. 
I, I know you've your past work, like it's not even just the Eminem music video, um, but your past work even before that, like you did the Godzilla fan made video, um, and you did the Tech Nine video, mm -hmm. which is a local Kansas City uh, rapper here, huge Tech Nine. Um, but it's the same level of work that you put into it. It's not like you got the Eminem gig and did that music video and it was even better than your past work. Like your past work speaks for itself. It's just as good, if not better than anything. It's amazing how much work you put into this stuff. Oh man, yeah, thanks man, yeah. But you know, I, when I really started off, those uh -huh. were like very basic and um, you know, because I, I'm, I've been through process of self-teaching. So like, you know, um, uh, those things I did way back, it's like really kind of very hard to look at, but but you know, over the years, I, I slowly uh, you know managed to uh, find where my flaws were at, and you know, working on it, and uh, gradually you know getting there. So it's been a gradual uh, path. So you know, uh, ever since I went solo, like you know, started Mirac United on my own, and like that was like 2018, starting 2018. Uh, uh, I mean, before that, I've been working at corporate gigs for like uh, jobs for like 12 years. One mm. thing I really faced there was like, you know, you never have the time, enough time to really finish a project, give your full potential. Mm. And uh, you're always, you know, in a rush to, you know, after a quick deadline, sometimes what you put out is very half hearted. And uh, over the years, I felt very unfulfilled. That you know, I'm not able to put my best out there. So that small reason I went solo, that really gave me the chance to go all the way. And uh, even though it was a struggle going solo, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I saw some of found time to really do something passionate um, uh, here and there. But uh, still, Godzilla was the first uh, passion project that I really took that much of time. For because I'm constantly working on other projects, client projects, so it was we took that risk and um, you know we kept everything on hold, and uh, uh, that was quite a game changer. And ever since after that, like you said, like you know even for the Dex video, faster Tech Nine featuring Tech Nine, that uh, you know uh, ever since that we tried to have the same momentum, same uh, I mean you know have the same quality going yeah. though it takes so much of time you know yeah. um so and also another strange thing happens of course like you know with every project that you do you kind of learn something here and there that will help you along the way oh yeah, yeah make your workflow yeah i'm sure you understand make the workflow easy, like, little, yeah. little hacks that really you, save time. yeah little shortcuts little things what to do what not to do yeah. 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 For example, uh, like the Godzilla video took him 90 days to finish, mm. and Thornberry took him 20. And Thornberry is like at least what, six times uh, yeah. bigger than the Godzilla. Yeah, because of the amount of details, the amount of scenes, the characters, and all wow. of that. Uh, that was literally my next question. So his speed is constantly increasing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So, you know, 20 days for Tone Deaf. Yeah. Well, that's all like, uh, I think, working quite long hours, quite quite bordering on being unhealthy, because like yeah, 18 <laughs> hours per day sometimes. Like, man, it's not cool. 
Oh, trust but, uh, me. I know what know, you mean. So, you don't sleep. You're up until yeah. two, three in the morning. I was up till two o'clock in the morning last night to get ready for this. Whoa. Yeah, and it's uh, seven thirty when I woke up here, so a couple hours of sleep. Because usually when you're editing, it takes a little. It could take longer than you expect. Exactly. Yeah. So like exactly. three hours turns into six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you, you want some, you know, your perfection is also just the time just stretches, and you don't even realize the time has gone by. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually, you feel like a time lapse because you're sitting there for some time, and you feel the time really going fast. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I feel like <laughs> after. I mean, I done for a project that like two weeks, three weeks gone by. I mean, I mean, because you're so focused in what you do and. Wanting to be in the zone uh, without losing it, because uh, that, that's what it feels like. Time is like going by like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean, dude. Uh, speaking of time frames, I know you said like working for corporate stuff like that. I understand um, they're they're all about churning things, turning over, turning over. Like quicker, you have to get it done quickly. Deadlines, and you don't get to really be that creative with yeah. it, right? So, so then you branched off on your mm-hmm. own. Um, speaking of that. How much around? How much time frame did you have to work on the uh, tone deaf video? Like from when they reached out to you, um, and like you guys got the contract going yeah. or whatever to to actually work on it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's uh, it reached out to us last December, and uh, you know you know asked if we can do a lyric video for tone deaf, and you know uh, and it's uh, after all it's Eminem, so we we really wanted to really keep our best, so. Of doing, we asked if there's a possibility for us to do something more than a lyric video, mm-hmm. and uh, they said, you know, they didn't have any tight deadlines or restrictions like that. So we, you know, so we took that opportunity to do uh, our usual. I mean, our, give our best and make a proper music video that uh, we thought would be really cool. So, so since then, uh, I think uh, I just documented the whole process as well. It uh, took 20 days to finish. So, um, uh, but uh, I think again, 18 hours per day working, not a whole nights. And uh, I think we only took two or three days off from that whole uh, thingy. Um, uh, here, I mean, within 20 days, we, we were finished with the video. And of course, there were like a lot of changes back and forth. Like you know, brand placements and brand removals and uh, uh, yeah. various kinds of yeah, <laughs> and uh, some changes really do take time because you have to go to each scene and you know replace the changes and retake separately and attach it together. So uh, I mean, they're really generous in really uh, you know yeah. I mean, uh, understanding how long it takes and. Uh, you know, helping us out in that area, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> uh, the changes took like yeah, ten days. So altogether, it's like thirty days to complete it. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm still I'm still amazed that you did all of that in twenty days, because I was literally expecting you to say <laughs> maybe two months, three months, something like that. Because I know how much work you put into that. I, I mean, I. Just watching the video, I can see how much work is involved in it. But even seeing screenshots of your screen and seeing your your timeline and your layers, I'm like, yeah, there's thousands of layers in there. 
because um, you use After Effects, right? Yeah, After Effects. And, and uh, uh, yeah. And are you using a 3DS or 3 3D Max or After Effects no. 3D? No, I only use uh, Photoshop to draw uh, the characters and uh, all the you know layers and place them in 3D based uh, After Effects. So that has been my workflow. I mean, I have things uh, under my control. Then uh, I haven't uh, tried getting 3D uh, softwares into the process yet because there are some limitations in that. I, I have some kind of just uh, you know it's pretty technical. But, you know, uh, when you kind of go 360, some layers will be like you know behind, and there's those restrictions that I kind of came through. So uh, After Effects placing them in one uh, in 3D depth in After Effects, all the other layers that seem to work quite okay for me. Again, there are limitations in that as well, but mm-hmm. uh, I have found a way to get around it. You know. Mm. You, you found a good balance. Well, I'm yeah. amazed that you didn't even use uh, 3D Max or anything like any 3D software for that. That's a, that's astonishing. Speaking of notifications, we, we just had a little interruption with some notifications. Uh, I'm sure you guys have been getting tons of notifications uh, after that music video dropped um, with other people reaching out to you besides myself. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, Facebook and uh, uh, even email uh, you know email stuff as well and yeah I mean it's uh, interesting to really go through all, all of those and see how you know how people really appreciate and you know, value the effort that you have put in and that's awesome yeah um, yeah I mean, just like just like after Godzilla also it was quite the same and mm-hmm. uh, I mean this is something huge for me you know it's really huge one of my role models like you know artists I you know, was listening to when I was growing up so uh, I mean still it hasn't registered it like you know, how <laughs> big it kind of is you know yeah. and uh, it's, it's, it's very surreal man I mean, I've been doing this for 15 years doing the same thing almost like you know it's suddenly a breakthrough and uh, this happens it's it's still you know I'm still trying to understand it <laughs> right um yeah. It's it's because of it's because of the quality of your work. That's why, like like the like I said, the Tech Nine video and then your Godzilla video. Um, I mean, those you did just on your own. Nobody even asked you to make those. But the quality of work is so legit that I mean, you just inspire everybody else to step up their game and make better art. Um, but because of that, I mean, that leads right into Eminem and them reaching out to you to do their music video, which, again, you stepped up to the plate, knocked it out of the park. Um, and so I just imagine you're just getting blown up left and right on your inboxes, Instagram and, and, yeah. and email. Um, the good thing about it, though, yeah. is you, you'll be able to charge more now. Your rates will go up. You could you could charge more because you're like legit now. Not that you weren't before, but you know, the more projects you do like that, the more you can charge. It solidifies you. True, true that man. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, of course, like uh, we've been doing some research on pricing as well, how that mm-hmm. works. Um, you know, yeah. So I guess there's a demand. I mean, and people meet that works, and it, it definitely has helped me out in the department. You know, uh, especially uh, with the quality that you really take time and bring out so I think people see the effort there and uh, you know 
so that that has really helped us out in that department you know we, we've been struggling uh, to have a proper pricing here in sri lanka they don't have proper standards in uh, when it comes to those things so there were a lot of people who had helped us out along the way as well in terms of pricing so you know uh, it, it's it's like i said it's a it's a real um, you know, plus point that you know we, we were able to you know get our prices up uh, mm-hmm. but uh, still still learning about proper pricing you know? yeah right well that's the great thing about it even yeah. though you're you're in sri lanka um I mean, you're online, so you can just reach anywhere. You can reach the whole world. So, I mean, your pricing is whatever you want to set it at. You know, whatever anybody wants to pay for it, which they should be paying top dollar for it because it's it's worth it. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of one of your um, idols, kind of growing up, you you listen to Eminem. I saw you posted that tape tape deck earlier um, of Eminem that you had when you were a kid. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I've, have you always been a hip hop head? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, as much as I can, you know, do research, even when I'm back then, I mean, uh, but I'm not, I, I listen to all kinds of genres, but, you know, uh, rock and, you know, those days, new metal, you know, with Biscuit and all of those, uh, corn, but, you know, whatever, I mean, whatever music that really inspires me, but mostly rock and hip hop, uh, so, you know, um, but I, I haven't like really followed the hip hop movement, the hip hop evolution, like break dancing and all, all those. We were just, uh, you know, whatever we heard on radio back then, and uh, then gradually when internet came, whatever search that we did, uh, uh, I'm not like deep rooted into like hip hop, but I'm a huge hip hop fan and uh, yeah. uh, really followed uh, whatever I can, uh, you know, to educate myself on right. uh, hip hop. Um, but uh, it was from you know pre-internet. Also, like we really valued those things, like because there were no other places to uh, get, get it up by your own. So uh, we had to go to these all shops and get the beat, I mean, as a tapes and all that. So uh, it's really, uh, it's really uh, amazing to really. It's very retrospective looking at all of those things. You know, going back in time. <laughs> right. Well, your 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 style it it almost seems like you grew up in that era and like you're a huge hip hop head because you have that graffiti kind of style mixed with you know some b boy breakdance stuff like almost anime as well and that that's that's why I'm like loving your style because that's I used to do I did I started out kind of doing that cholo style. Um, growing up in Denver stuff um, that was big uh, cholo style with like the low riders uh, and the clowns um, so that was like yeah. one of the styles I started with and then I, I went into the graffiti style with characters and bombs and doing graffiti uh, and then anime I loved anime as well so to kind of fuse those two with graffiti and anime style um, that's the same kind of stuff wow. you have, and it, it, it's it's awesome. It's awesome to see it. Yeah, man. I mean, it's so true. Yeah, those inspirations that we get, and it's 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 actually a fusion of a lot of things that we we liked. I mean, that's what comes out when you're really doing something. Yeah, passion like you, passion like you said when you said like you know low rider kind of stuff. You know, even Cypress Hill. I was listening to, like mm. all kinds of genre like then i mean uh you know yes. drew inspiration from those as well 
even even the counter styles of gorillas kind of uh, really had something uh, that spoke to me and uh, you know uh, i don't know album covers like from corn uh, mm. uh, the album name untouchable so i mean that that artwork really uh, uh, spoke to me and i tried doing those caricature uh, caricature uh, is that really bordering on caricature mm-hmm. and uh, you know so i think it slowly evolved i mean i'm really uh, into graffiti as well that culture like you said yeah. uh, a lot of people have made that observation like uh, so i think uh, you know that's that's what it is you know it's a fusion of a lot of things like you said <laughs> yeah it is it's definitely a mixture and i, I can tell that you're influenced by a lot of those things and it shows in your work which is which is cool to see like um i like the style when uh you do the white eyes like the paul rosenberg and the eminent yeah. character yeah that's i do the same thing with my anime and stuff i do the white eyes and, it, and um right like that shit yeah one of my other biggest influences yeah. is uh maybe i think one of yours because i saw i saw uh, i think you posted on um on your instagram too you did a character of him uh let me see it is uh um todd mcfarlane oh spawn todd yeah spawn yeah yeah todd mcfarlane is one of my favorite uh creators um yeah and spawn is hands down one of my favorite comic books i used to sit there and draw spawn um every day for like weeks and weeks and weeks um i did a collage yeah so i'm like a huge uh spawn fan wow that's that's awesome i mean yeah sorry a huge poster that is it oh yeah yeah i mean you know uh, to be honest i mean i didn't get into spawn for like the, the you know last couple of years mm-hmm. i mean that's quite a shame that i didn't know of spawn <laughs> but uh, i mean yeah then i heard of spawn like 3 years back and uh, i i really wanted to do something and i kind of drew uh, also looking at it and drew and uh, not a huge meta Yeah, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Well, you know. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. There's oh, no way to keep it. Yeah. You got to frame that. Why is that not in a frame right now? Yeah. Too big to frame. Too big to frame. You better get a yeah. custom frame. That thing needs to be up on the wall, man. Yeah. So, that thing is gorgeous. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll send you my address. <laughs> right. You can go ahead and roll that up and mail it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that is nice, very nice. Um, did have you seen that they're doing the uh, yeah. new Spawn movie? I heard they were, they were working on it. Uh, I saw Jamie Foxx, I don't know. Yeah, featuring Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Are they okay? It's going to okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Uh I mean, he has, he had already, they had already done two Spawn movies in HBO, I think, but I think this, this is going to be something quite different, I guess. I'm not sure. Yeah, they did They did the Spawn animated series, which um, I have on DVD, if anybody remembers DVDs. Um, and that was like a really dark cartoon that was on uh, HBO. And it was one of the first cartoons to show blood. Um, but it was really dark and cool. And then they did the Spawn mm. movie, but the Spawn movie was all right. Um, they had John Leguizamo and, and um, people in it, but 
uh, now the new one that they're doing is Todd Todd McFarlane is at, at the helm, so he's actually directing it and he's kind of controlling the whole thing instead of like a major studio. And this is supposed to be like a really dark, dark, dramatic movie. So it's supposed to be really good. And Jamie Foxx is one of my top, top peoples. Yeah. Same here. You can do comedy stuff and serious stuff. So like, yep. uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if you had watched the movie since the, I mean, uh, Frank Miller had written mm-hmm. the comic book and they got him involved in the production as well of the yep. movie. So that came out real well. So I'm sure, you know, Todd is going to be involved in this movie. I mean, we can't wait to see. Oh, how this not just are going to be that I can't wait for that, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <You> know? <laughs> it, it helps when the creators are actually involved in, in the project instead of just somebody else taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Speaking of hip-hop, um, going, going back to the hip-hop scene, um, do you have any other favorite artists that you'd want to put out there in the universe to work with? Because I know Eminem's one of your biggest, um, which is one of mine as well. Um, but do you have any other, like... Cur- okay, let's say yeah. current artist and a past artist. If you were to do a music video for a past artist. Yeah, okay, wow. Really? This <laughs> uh, so I've got I've got like a list. Like Andre 3000 is one of my favorite rappers. Um, Eminem's up there, right, obviously. Yeah. Um, Lil Wayne's really good. I love Lil Wayne. Uh, the group, uh, Wu-Tang. They're like one of my favorite rappers. I'm a huge no. Wu-Tang fan, actually. Wu-Tang. <laughs> but shout out to Chris Nicola for, for putting me on Wu-Tang when we grew up in Denver. Um, my buddy Chris, he had their poster on the wall. And I just remember being young and seeing that poster. And they all had the the white mask. Like they had mm. no faces. And it was like this big yellow W, like Wu-Tang Clan. And I just remember that poster being yeah. so cool. And then he would listen to their music all the time and just got me into it. But it'd be really mm. cool to see you do like a Wu-Tang video in your style because i think their whole theme fits your style and technique with the whole shaolin wu-tang you know kung fu stuff but it's also hip-hop and rap so you, it's like emergent and, and that would be cool to see what you would do with that interesting man uh, uh, yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> uh i have a couple of tra- tracks of this like yeah i mean uh and that'll be awesome. I'll do more research and really see, you know, what I would could be doing. Even the Dirty Bastard was in the good time, right? ODB, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. ODB was in the good time, yeah. And then uh, past rappers, who, who would you say is one of your favorites between Tupac and Biggie? Mm-hmm. If, you've listened, if you've listened to enough oh. of Tupac and Biggie, who, do, who would you choose? It's all very, still uh, very hard to decide, but uh, um, you know, Tupac was like really, really awesome, really awesome in the lyricism. But yep. but Vicky has a kind of a little edge for me, I guess. That too, that he kind of says things that uh, you know, I would. Um, but it's still hard decision to make. So I would say, <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> Nobody can choose. Nobody can choose those between yeah. those two. Everybody goes down the middle. Yeah. Playing it safe. I respect uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> so hard to choose, you know. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, from the past, sorry, you know, count rappers uh, that are there, um, 
you know, there were some nice tracks from R.A. The Robert Man. Uh, that that's he, he, he storytelling is like really awesome. I mean, it really works for a visual video, so like I can really see things happening. Um, uh, but uh, there are so many rappers, you know, uh, right here. Even 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 battle rappers, like you know, there's another topic on the genre. Uh, but uh, you know, I've been following these movements. You know, KOTD, King of the Dot, battle yep. rapping. ஜெனரல் uh stuff into through a song you know right. uh but still yeah i have shortlisted many names of current rappers so you know <laughs> yeah that that would be um that would be really interesting to see what you do with that if you were to take i mean i know a lot of battle rappers have albums or they've released singles or songs but it would be really interesting to see what you randy does with like a battle rap video so the poetry and the lyricism in that like disaster um roni the prince is another good one um any of the, you know any a lot of the kotd people um from canada uh that would be interesting to see your style on a video of two people battle rapping because it would almost be like anime fighting <laughs> yeah sorry yeah popson yeah okay yeah sorry uh popson is also kind of a cool rapper that I can Hops is dope want yeah. like uh, yeah and uh, still there are, yeah like uh, but but I I I animated the battle rap scene um uh, that I was quite inspired by one of the little animated animated clips that they did disaster in like it's called ketchup versus mustard so like I did my own take and made an animation on my YouTube channel but it's like the audio quality is like really poor but oh. <laughs> that would be Yeah, I mean, that should be kind of uh, what I would like to talk about. I would like backing more reference. I mean, they make a lot of content and of course, I would back those also into the visual, you know, uh, in the video. But yeah. here, there are just two people just, you know, the ring, uh, just spinning stuff at each other. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, so I'll also be like interested in how will, the approach I'll take to animate the battle match. That's dope. <laughs> Speaking of YouTube, um you documented making um the uh Eminem Tone Deaf music video. Um I love seeing your little um behind the scenes BTS posts of the creation because that's always cool to see how people created things. Um you should really maybe think about doing little tutorials. You could always sell those. But then again, you don't want to give away your your recipe or your trade secrets, you know. same thought process that i went through like you know i really want to do take time and do a proper tutorial series um you know and a lot of people have been asking me as well but i'm also still like you know learning my way around it so like i'm like really uh talk the proper linear learning process so like um also again like it's still still in the works like you know, the style that I've created the process um Uh, I think I think after a couple of years maybe when I'm like really um uh you know 
or you know tweaked it to a place where I can really put it down as a formula. Uh, I'll really take it take it very serious and put it put it out there. But uh, yeah, looking forward to doing that as well. Are you you're into anime too, right? You're not anime. Uh, you're into are you into superheroes as well, like Marvel, DC stuff like that, comic book stuff. I'm assuming most artists are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, anime not much strangely, but I should should be checking <laughs> out a lot of anime stuff. Marvel and DC. Yeah, you know, Marvel and DC stuff. I'm a huge fan of DC characters, and uh, you know. How serious the that they can get? I don't know, Marvel as well. Like you know, um, huge movie fan. Uh, you know, I really had to get into uh, following comics really well because uh, I uh, really haven't really followed comics in a in a serious way uh, here. Because one thing, we don't have much comic franchises here, but not now that. Up. but that was a huge obstacle but uh, huge movie fan you know how it is uh yeah. other than that uh, you know where do i draw inspiration from when it comes to animation i think music videos mostly um i mean i'm sure uh, you draw you draw inspiration yeah. from everywhere i mean it, you're you're an artist you're a creative yeah. so you draw it from music, you draw it from movies, you draw it from comics, posters you see, advertisements, like we kind of draw inspiration from everything, so. True, true, yeah. that's, but then, that's true, yeah. But then what you're doing is you, you take it and you kind of make it your own and incorporate different aspects into it. Like, like we talked about earlier, the whole hip hop slash anime slash b-boy style that you have. Yeah, that's what, you know, what you said is true. Like, um, yeah, I, I take raw inspiration from all the things that I see and do my own interpretation of that, I guess. And uh, <clears throat> my past influences and, you know, passions being, you know, like you said, graffiti and, and hip-hop style, those style, I think naturally uh, fuses into that. And, you know, I think this is what comes out, I guess. Like, you know, I, um, I still remember even when I was like growing up, uh, listening to music and uh, just closing my eyes and uh, you know, doing a visual uh, kind of a screenplay kind of thing, like you know, you know. So I always did that. So like, uh, would have my take on things. Uh, you know, just it's like closing my eyes and picturing, you know, stuff like that. So, and the awesome thing is that I could kind of draw on these sketchbooks and just how I felt. Uh, you know, it's all connected to music. So I listen to music and what it takes you through. So. That has been uh, kind of a practice for me, so you know that I think that has something to do with the you know, where the inspiration also comes from, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Did did um did you also like me get in trouble in school because all you did was sit there and draw in class? You never actually really paid attention because I got in trouble all the time for that. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, what? Well, how did you get in trouble? <laughs> Well, because I wasn't doing um, what I was supposed to be doing in class. I was literally just sitting there drawing, not paying attention. Um, and, you know, the teacher mm. would call on you and, and I would have no clue what he or she was talking about because I was in my notepad drawing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same here. I mean, yeah. So, like, you know, I would draw teachers in different, different funny uh, poses and angles. And uh, once or twice I got in trouble as well, you know. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, 
you know and also like you know even in even in workplaces in meetings i would be like jotting something down but actually i was like drawing people in the room and uh, you know it was quite fun and they like it as well and you know uh, also you know traveling as well public transportation it is not not that good but i used to like uh coughing on the freaking seat that i mean with my nails on it's not 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 damaging or anything at all you know i just couldn't keep myself together like you and me examples all over the place it's uh, <laughs> i need to like really break from that habit but um i i think it really kept it alive like you know wherever i could uh, scribble something yeah yeah it's it's Same. therapeutic <laughs> it's very therapeutic yeah. yeah i had um i had the biggest issue drawing hands like i i could not draw hands on my characters uh so i actually had to practice to sit there and draw hands over and over and i actually sat there and looked at my own hand on different angles and just practice drawing hands until i got decent at it yeah. is there anything that that's hard harder for you than it, like are there certain things that are easier for you that that are certain things that are harder for you uh, yeah good question man i mean, I, i think the face is my real strong point because you know, everything starts from the face so like most of the time i start from the face and i don't get to finish it so every artwork i would do would be start starting from the face so the but the hardest thing for me to draw would be uh the, the feet uh, i mean the bare <laughs> feet i never found the anatomy i never got into was still you know finding it uh i cracked the code here and there but uh, you know still lot to learn in the, those departments um hands however like, you know kind of it's more easier than the feet but you can always like like you said pose and you know look at your hand had a uh, uh you know uh, get a reference but uh, these little mannequins kind of help me out uh you know like this you know so yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have those same little character dolls. That's where um comics book comic books will come in handy because um like looking at Spider-Man and stuff oh, yeah. the angles that they do his feet cuz I have the same issue with feet. Oh, yeah, yeah, comic books yeah. are a huge <laughs> reference point. I mean, really. I mean, uh, even even for a practicing artist I would like to say, you know, take some of the images and do do on your own and kind of analyze what makes the difference that, you know, that kind of has helped me out that those observations little observations so drawing comics and taking them as references is a huge a huge uh, you know plus point yeah as you said you guys don't have a, a big selection out there in sri lanka uh when i was growing up we didn't have these outlets but now they're like you know all this geek culture coming up and geek comic cons are yeah. happening here and there slowly but steadily i oh, mean cool. a lot of uh, yeah yeah so like there are quite a few outlets right now and uh, yeah so it's just that I didn't get into that when I was growing up so those would have been the awesome ages to really got me more influenced uh, you know uh, so to be a step up I guess so I guess those days they weren't around much so you know yeah I remember still remember getting the first DC comic and how brutal and awesome it is and they see the the dialogues even, you know uh it's such, such an awesome feeling yeah yeah dc that that's why um you met my uh my son uh this morning or tonight for you 
uh and his name's kalel which is um i don't know if you caught that but it's it's superman's birth name whoa yeah i did not Kal-El. Yeah, so Kalel is Superman's birth name. So it's Superman was born Kalel on Krypton, and then when his parents sent him to Earth, um, he took the alter ego Clark Kent and you know became Superman. But his birth name is Kalel, which is what our son we named our son after Superman. That's yeah. awesome. That's really awesome. I super that. super nerdy, but <laughs> yes, uh, but uh, I named uh, my daughter after a song title. Uh, actually, uh, by a rock group called Stain, and uh, they mm-hmm. he did a song for his daughter Zoe Jane, like Zoe Zoe from there, and the second daughter Chloe. Um, wait, wait, actually, no, Zoe Francis. So Francis was from uh, Kurt Cobain's uh, daughter, Francis. Yeah. So you know, also geeky in that, those terms, I guess. <laughs> oh wow! So okay, so you are into rock and everything. You know, Kurt Cobain and all that stuff. You. You have a yeah, yeah, yeah. huge knowledge on that stuff. Okay, that's cool. Uh, I knew I know the group you're talking about too. Spain. Yeah, yeah. it's funny to see you. Um, you light up when you talk about your daughters. <laughs> I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell. I could tell. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Um, I, I have a I have a comic book collection, man. I'm gonna have to send you some comics. Ooh. That'd be awesome. Yeah, wow. yeah. I'll, I'll send you some for reference so you, you can have some to flip through and, and check out. Wow, that's. I, I know you can't probably discuss too much of what's going on in the future, uh, future projects, but I'm sure other people have reached out to you. Um, so, do you have some stuff in the works? Uh, I'm assuming um, for some, some more music videos or maybe other projects. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, I mean, nothing to like hide about but uh but the scope project will be like coming uh i think uh at a kind of a because they have a good uh uh relationship with us so uh i think that those lot of music videos will be happening but um uh there there have been potential uh chances to do a couple of uh, animated movies and uh some of the people in uh, Hollywood connects, so you know, really, they're working on it, and we also like trying to see what we can do. Uh, this actually that actually happened after Godzilla, so hmm. I mean, they they are working on it still. So we had to look a couple of projects like that, and actually, actually, uh, when we did uh, faster about Technoine and Dax, yep, uh, you know that. Dex wanted him to be uh, portrayed as a ninja turtle, so you know, so, so <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we we understood there will be copyright issues, so we contacted this guy, a friend uh, in USA, uh-huh. uh, who who we got got to know after Godzilla. So he knew Todd McFarlane, and uh, so uh, somehow, yeah, he knew Kevin Eastman as well, who was the uh, uh, creator first creator. Uh, yeah so so we contacted so we contacted him and he said uh you know now, now i don't have the rights anymore for that nickelodeon has the rights yeah they sold uh, it but mm-hmm. uh, yeah so we could create a new character uh, along with us uh, for the 
I mean, new character, right? And uh, so that's also in the kind of uh, a potential thing that can happen. Um, but uh, then that there'll be a lot of music videos uh, coming in. You know, that's that, that's for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> still, we have yeah. So still, we have check check most of the emails or emails as well. So we have to go through this and see uh, what's in the pipeline. Yeah. Yeah, that's I can't wait to see like what animations and stuff um you have in the pipeline to do like either a short animation that you could submit or sell, you know, submit to festivals or or sell um and then obviously music videos. I uh, can't wait to see what you do with those too. Um for Dax for for Dax's Ninja Turtle, um I'm sure you could do some sort of yeah. hybrid Ninja Turtle, but not uh, not make it look a little bit different so it's not copyright yeah 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 so then they then they they, they also understood that that would be kind of a you know gray area so they said mm. okay let's just make it that would be okay so i think that was the last call uh on that yeah yeah i mean if you change it a little bit that won't be uh copyrighting copyrighted i mean infringing copyrights right right mm. right, right right yeah as long as it's, sure. it's different enough that it can resemble it but it's not yeah identical um and that was for dax you said yeah sorry that was for dax that was for dax yeah yeah, yeah. oh okay okay i remember what i was gonna ask you <laughs> so i was gonna ask you about uh, marikai united your uh, production uh studio production company Yeah. Uh where's that name come from, Marikai? Yeah. Um uh, it comes from a Greek word called uh, the meaning is like a uh, creative I mean soulful work. Uh right? Is that Yeah. Yeah. Marikai is like means like putting in a piece of your soul to the work that you do creatively. So it's a Greek word. So my wife came with the name and we stuck with that name and uh, you know that's <laughs> uh It's, yeah so uh kind of means soulful work yeah <laughs> gotcha okay that's cool it's 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 original i like it it flows too um you know what it reminds me of too is you see the americai uh, and then if you flip it upside down it almost looks like the wu-tang <laughs> yeah so oh, yeah, and west side yeah <laughs> but if you actually did if you did like a wu-tang video and then uh at the end right. there you put your you know um you put like the wu-tang logo like mm. put, put the put the wu-tang logo on there and then you turn it upside down and then morph it into the Mar- marikai united logo yeah. that would be, be pretty awesome. dope <laughs> yeah dope. um so yeah. if 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 we could just go through your process real quick um just to let other people know from start to finish kind of how you break down how you do your work um without giving away too many of your secrets but just to inspire other creatives um so when you start a project you 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 uh, yeah. brainstorm with Portia which is your your wife because yeah. you're you're an awesome husband and wife team um yeah. but you start to brainstorm and then you sketch everything out and draw everything out on your on your tablet or sketchbook um could you go through that process real quick Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, first, we ask for the brief and uh, you know what whatever the the client or whoever gives the brief, and then we would uh, try to understand you know what kind of a approach we should take, what kind of a you know style we should go for, and then 
do a little bit of research and uh, think of a linear storyline uh, and then uh, we would do more research and uh, get in uh, stuff and I would start to sketch out things on my wake up tablet uh, which is really reliable that Brad is being like really awesome mm. uh, and even in sketches I do, do on the computer I'm used to that and uh, Afterwards, uh, we, we break everything scene by scene and, uh, you know, uh, go over it. And uh, after I finish drawing and uh, coloring and all of that, I make sure I put it in separate layers so that I can take it to After Effects and, you know, animate and bring it up and animate. And uh, so uh, those two processes really take time, drawing and uh, animating. Um, so we... Uh, after brainstorming, we stick to a kind of a storyboard as well. And uh, also, if uh, we, we should uh, stick to a mood board also, uh, uh, you know, going with the proper color palettes. And uh, yeah, you know, always stick to the stick to the storyline and the, the, the script that's been uh, done, you know. And uh, there's always back and forth as well, like, you know, while animating, okay, you think this should change, you go back to Photoshop and do the changes and uh, stuff like that. And sometimes along the way, we feel, okay, this this scene should come in, then we do that as well. Again, draw and take it here and animate. So, so that whole process is a back and forth thing. It takes like 20 days for us to you know, get through it. Uh, basically, that's it. I mean, but along the way, there are little things that you have to really be aware about, like you know, really organizing, you know, organizing properly, organizing and uh, knowing where everything is at. Because there's so much layers and files mm-hmm. and naming them. You know, those are yeah. key things that helps you. Yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about layers, and I, I was I was impressed with your. Uh, character obviously your character drawings are phenomenal but your movement um, it's not stiff it's fluid um, and I, I'm just as a technical aspect I'm not sure how you do your puppeteering but uh, and you don't have to say it but um, uh, I know some people use a wire puppet or puppet frame um, for the movements and then some people use separate layers like one for the arm one for the leg one for the torso um, but I was very, I'm impressed with how you move them and make it look fluid. Yeah, I mean, that, that's true, Nick. I mean, like, uh, it's, it's, after all, it's rigging and it's puppeteering. Yeah. So I make sure that, uh, you know, that it, it has a semblance of uh, those traditional frame-by-frame animation, uh, how they, you know, after action, how they follow it through all physics and stuff. Um, because uh, I don't want it to be like an infographic or you know having having that flaws stick out. So I make sure that I make it as flowy and organic as much as possible. Uh, those are the, some of the limitations, you know. So you know ha- having it pleasing to the eye and having that flow going on. That's something I'm really kind of uh, worked up about because if it's the minute the you know the person who's looking kind of sees uh, you know kind of a thing it's all sticks in your mind and you kind of enjoy the rest of it so make sure that there's a kind of flow that goes through so those little tweaks really help out uh, mm-hmm. help bring it out proper way so yeah, yeah. well but, it, sh- yeah. It, it shows man it, it shows how how um, polished your, your work is um, 
mm-hmm. and it's just astonishing it's amazing man it's a inspiration to uh, other artists like i said um and i can't mm-hmm. wait to see what you do moving forward um and yeah i just i just want to let you know that it's phenomenal work keep it up um and i know you said you're still learning obviously I, I, all artists are still learning as we go but um yeah you're top notch man you're top notch <laughs> no <laughs> i still don't uh, you know uh, agree to that because uh so what so what things to learn man and i learn all these things self taught i don't know if i learn in right way but you know yeah i'm orthodox but uh uh i'm very insecure so like, you know, <laughs> i guess that whole that, well yeah, it, do- I mean, I, it, it doesn't matter how you do it or how you get it's not the path that you take it's the finished product you know it's not it's not how you get to your destination it's a, it's you reach your destination you know yeah so sure, who, sure, sure. who cares if you're you know doing it through one software compared to another if you're doing it with this technique compared to that technique as long as the final product is what you're putting out mm. it speaks for itself so thanks well, <laughs> um i appreciate you hopping on man I, i know it's late over there um so i will uh wrap up here and uh I, like i said i could sit here and talk to you for hours man about all this stuff but uh, i know you guys got to get to bed get the girls to bed so uh i truly truly appreciate you hopping on with me and, and chatting and and letting other artists um into your world uh it it will help motivate other people to um create so um, i truly appreciate it man and thank you for for hopping on with us no worries man thank you so much for inviting me man uh you know it's uh, it's so good that you sh- shed a light on uh, what's going on behind the process i mean uh, i mean yeah, it really helps out a lot of people i guess when we were growing up there's no no one to like really support to like as in no one to look up to and to take you know? so thank thank you for like you know having me on Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> definitely, man. Definitely. Well, it, it, everybody sees the final product. They don't know all the work that goes into something like that. It's just like creating a business. They see the business, but they don't know that you planned and prepared and created it for a year in advance, you know. And so the same thing with your artwork, you know. Um although I'm astonished you did it in 20 days. I don't know how um without a team of 20 people. Um but the fact that um you still brainstorm you know with Porsche and go through your whole process mm-hmm. nobody knows that stuff they only mm-hmm. see the video or the, the final product you put out there so it's good for people to um, understand how much work is involved in creating something like that how many layers there are and just tweaking that one little layer you got to go back and it changes multiple things you got to export another another comp and it's just it's a lot of work and it's appreciated <laughs> thank you so much man. thank you so much it means a lot <laughs> <laughs> all right all right bro well for anybody watching the youtube video all the links are down below social media will be down below um and randy's a super down-to-earth person so if you, if you want to uh, reach out to him and collaborate um reach out to his manager Porsche. the uh emails will be down below uh and for anybody listening to the podcast on uh apple podcasts uh or spotify all his social media is randy chris uh that's randy c-h-r-i-z and that's at uh instagram and then marikai united uh at instagram is the uh production studio so again randy i, I appreciate you hopping on man and tell porsche um thank you very much all right man thank you for the support and you know it's been really awesome talking to you and let's keep in touch like you said yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right bro i'll catch you later man thank you very yeah. much but all right good night right man peace out hi oh hi <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Zoe, hi Zoe. <laughs> hi. <laughs> hi Zoe. Bye Zoe. Bye. Bye. <laughs>